Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Well, that, of course, how it sounded five years ago. And we're hoping for another one of those calls and, frankly, expecting Another one of those calls. Maybe not quite so dramatic at the end with the game hanging in the balance, ball in the end zone, trying to see if it's going to get knocked down or not. But our next guest played in that football game and holds a distinction, unique distinction, of that being the last football game he ever played. Went out as a Super Bowl champion, of course, for about a decade, a fantastic tight end for the Philadelphia Eagles. We welcome to the show Mr. Brent Selleck. How you doing, Brent? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Good, man. Super. Brent, always good connecting with you. Brent, you hear that audio, man, and – of course, these guys are going to try to scale that mountain in a couple days. Um, what are they going through right now? I mean, it's Monday. It's media day tonight. What are they going through in their minds right now? I mean, I think they're just trying to get through that media day and get to the practice field, get back to game plan, you know, what they know, get on the field. I mean, I, I just remember when we were up in Minnesota, it was so cold outside. There were so many people around the hotel, like – our only escape was the practice field. Mm-hmm. So I think they can't wait to get back out there. You know, we as fans, uh, I think we're more nervous than they are. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. when I was in that position, I wasn't nervous at all. And now that I'm a fan, I'm like, you know, super nervous. I was telling Kelsey the other day, like, man, being on this side, like now I see how the fans <laughs> feel. It's different than being a player. Cause you can control the outcome as a player. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the craziest question you've ever heard asked at Media Day? Um, I don't know. There was there was just so many people there, and they're asking so many different questions, random questions. I it was all a blur to me. I just couldn't wait to get out of there and get back to the hotel. Brent, I, I did not. I did not enjoy that time. Wow, interesting. <laughs> I, I've heard others say that, Brent. That week when you get on the field, so you say it's kind of your salvation in the sense that it's your it's your 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 time as a team, really practicing. Could you practice normal 
or was it less football when you're trying to make it football? No, it was all football. I mean, uh, you know, looking back on it, like I, I was very impressed with the fact that it was so much all about the football and there was, you know, none of the parties or anything beforehand was a, was a distraction. Like we had one job to do. And I think the guys that are on this team now, they, they understand that. I mean, yeah, you've reached the pinnacle, but you haven't gotten there yet. Like the only goal is to yeah. win this game. Nobody remembers, you know, who loses it. Brand, you mentioned the nerves for you now, you know, uh, you know, as an alum, you refer to yourself as a fan. What makes you nervous about this game? Well, I mean, it's the Super Bowl. You got two great teams going at it. Um, I do do I have faith in our team? Yes, hundred percent. But like in any football game, uh, no matter who you're playing, anything can happen. So, you know, you just you just hope for things falling our way. And um, there's going to be some moments in the game where, you know, we're in tough spots and and we got to come through it. So. You know, again, like when I was a player, I didn't feel this because, like, you're a part of it. You yeah. All you have to do is do your job and do it to the best of your ability, and you can help, you know, affect a win. Um, but now, as a fan, it's just like you just, just cheering them on. So I think that's where the nerves come from. There was a statement made last week. I don't know if you heard it. Brandon Ayuk, wide receiver for the 49ers, talked about how the Eagles got lucky that the 49ers were planning on taking advantage of something about our defense, but then they weren't able to do that because their quarterbacks got knocked out of the game. What do you think they were planning to take advantage of? Uh, I I don't know. Only he knows that, and I don't think he shared that. So, (laughs) Um, Listen, every team is going to game plan for the Eagles, just like we're game planning for the other team. Like, you know, there's going to be some things – that they do to try to expose us and we're going to do the same thing to them. And it's like, who can adjust, you know, who can call good plays in the right time, who can make plays at the right time. You know, it's, it's football. Like, yeah, that guy's sitting on the sidelines right now and he's, he's salty about it. Those and, ing- the, and I get it. Yeah, I get it. But yeah. like we, we also got lucky in 2017 when Julio Jones didn't catch that pass in the end zone. Like you need some luck. It's great. Right. Now we just got to go get the job done. How is, Every game's a new game. How is this 2022 better? How is this team better than the team that won the Super Bowl? Um, I think every team's different, but 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 I would say like you know the strength of this team was similar to the strength of our team. You start with the offense and defensive line and being able to run the football, and yeah. I think you know obviously they're really good at that able to stop the run, they can do that, you know. Um, so I, I think we're set up similarly, but obviously there's different pieces, there's different personalities, and, again, every team is its own team. This will be the last time this team is ever together. So wow. I hope for their sake they can solidify this and, and become a family and, and something that, you know, 10 years from now we're celebrating again. How good is so. Dallas Goddard? Um, he's the best tight end I've been around. Wow. I, I hope that sums it up. Uh, he's yeah. the most talented uh, in the run game, in the pass game. I mean, he's an all-around tight end. There's not there's not another tight end in the league that I would look at right now um, and, and say I would want him over, over Dallas based on age, based on ability. 
you know, I love, trust me, I love Travis Kelsey. I love George Kittle. But you got a young guy like Dallas with his ability. I think he's the best young tight end in the game. Do you think he's the best tight end in the game? I hear you on young. No question. He's the best young tight end. Do you think he's yeah. the best tight end? I, I think he has traits to be the best. I mean, listen, you, you can't disrespect guys like Kelsey who have sat there and done it yeah. year after year after year. Um, do I think he can be that? Yes. I, and, again, I, I wouldn't take anybody else because I think over time he's going to show that. Give him the opportunities. That guy's got 1,600 yards receiving. You know, like I think – he can have 100 yards every single game. Yeah, he's, um, he's, he's amazing. Brent Selleck, by the way, with us right now, Super Bowl champ Brent Selleck. Brent, you've been working with the tight ends. I know on a, what is it, about once a week working with these guys. Um, yeah. Are you – because I'm amazed at how great Goddard has gotten. I mean, I did not see him getting this good. When did you get a sense that this was in there, that he could become all this? I mean, I think I kind of knew it early on. Once, you know, his first couple of years, you could see the abilities there. And then you got to see it in games. And once you see it in games, it's like, all right, the sky's the limit for this guy. I mean, he showed everything that he can do. Um, again, it just comes down to opportunities. And he's on a great football team that has a lot of good players around him. Like, um, you know, if they had to rely on him more than they do, uh, he would answer that call but yeah. we, we have such a good team that it's it's great you can spread the ball around and you know you can take miles off of his legs by not throwing him so many balls in the end it might be a blessing that you know he doesn't catch as many balls right now because it's just not as much wear and tear on his body and he can last longer how surprised were you in that uh, 49ers game that they were leaving tight ends to block Hassan Reddick uh yeah, I mean, I don't think that's that's ever a good idea. But and by the and by the way, Brent, it wasn't a Brent Selleck, you know, <laughs> guy blocking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, listen. Sometimes you got to be able to get that done as a tight end. You know, they got to be able to rely on you to be able to do that. Hopefully, somebody can come come back and help. But um, you know, hey, it's hard to block some of those guys. Sometimes they're usually bigger, faster, and stronger than tight ends. You just got to use got to use good technique. And uh, it's not always smart to do it a lot. Brent, should he, I don't think many Eagles fans feel this, but I'm curious. Should Eagles fans fear Andy Reid coaching the opposing team in the Super Bowl? I mean, uh, again, I don't think you, like, fear it, but is, is Andy going to have extra motivation? I think that's probably obvious, but that guy has motivation every single game. We're talking about the Super Bowl, you know, like – at this point, it doesn't matter. Whoever wins this is crowned king. So everyone's going to bring out everything that they got and give it all they got because this is it. So does any of that stuff make you nervous? I mean, I don't think so. I think our team's going to be prepared for, for everything. You know, Brent, it's funny. You sound confident. John's confident. I'm confident. I mean, I it's it's a unique feeling here. It, Honest to God, I – I thought you guys were going to win in 17, but I didn't feel this. This is um, – people are really, really, really dialed in. Brent, let me ask you this, back to 17. What was it like to win the Super Bowl in what turned out to be your final game in pro football? I mean, it was amazing. The greatest part about it is that I can just remember all those memories so vividly because I had nothing after that. So, for me, it's – 
it's all so very clear still to this day. And, um, you know, I, the biggest thing is I just miss those relationships with those guys. You know, after that game was over, we got to see each other at the parade and, you know, a time or two after that at the ring ceremony. But probably until we get back together again for a reunion, that's the last time you see each other. So I miss that part of it. I'm, I'm so happy that, you know, I was able to be part of the first team to ever win a Super Bowl in Philadelphia and, and create what we call a family in, in that team. And, um, again, man, I hope, I just hope these guys can, can do it again this year because two's better than one. Yeah. Fran, I've had my theories on this, but you're, you're the guy that's going to know. And I'm going to ask you, I'm very curious, why specifically did you wear the Harold Carmichael jersey parade day? I mean, I just wanted to honor the people that came before us that helped lay the foundation for that organization. And for me, Harold was the epitome of that. You know, he was in a, a role in player development, and he taught me the ropes of, you know, being a professional in the NFL. And for a Hall of Famer to be able to do that, like, I, I was so appreciative of it. And that was the only way that I could show Harold, like, dude, I love you. Everything you've done for me, you know, I'm going to take this and pass it on to other people. But I, I really appreciate it. And I think us winning in the Super Bowl, obviously, Harold wasn't a part of that team. But, you know, hopefully he felt like that with, with me wearing his jersey. Wonderful. Yeah. Does it – does it put this team at a disadvantage that they are the favorites for the Super Bowl? And how much did you guys lean into the uh, you're the underdog? We know you had the masks and everything else. Does it does it worry you at all that this team is expected to win this game and they can't use that as motivation the way that your team did? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, like – we used that because that was a narrative that, that fit our story. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that these guys are confident and like, again, this is the last game. It, like nothing else matters beyond this. And it's all about just winning this game. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care about the spread or, or any of that stuff. Even if I'm a player, like what does it matter? We got to go out and win this thing. Mm-hmm. It just comes down to each one of us on every single play, just doing our job. We don't need any Superman. Um, we just need everybody doing their job to the best of their ability. And with the talent that we have on this team, you know, we'll be good. Brett, you going to uh, a gut great. feeling on, on, on Kelsey and Fletcher and some of those guys who, who might retire? I don't. I don't. I don't have any feeling. Like, uh, you know, I thought Kelsey was going to retire every year for the last five years. So <laughs> I gave up. I, I gave up on that. Um, but, but I will say this. You know, this is the last time this team will be the exact same, you know, as it is, like, forever. So, you know, one of those guys will probably be gone, you know, if if, if you had to bet on it. And so hopefully they can uh, go do it one last time together and make it memorable. It's pretty amazing. I, I think they're going to win another ring, and I think, the, the t- you know, the town's going to have another celebration. Brent, thanks for being a, a big part of today's show, and obviously thanks for your career as an Eagle, and specifically February 4th, 2018, man. You you know, you you know, Brent, this morning we played audio on Friday uh, from our show, a montage of the Super Bowl, and a, and a gentleman this morning um, saw me, you know, where, where John and I park, and he told me he was listening to that on Friday and started to cry. And, you know, it's just real stuff, man. I mean, you know – it's like you moved mountains of emotions around here. So, 
thanks for what you did. Obviously, you're one of the great dudes in Philly sports through the years, and have a blast. I know you're heading out to Arizona and working with the tight ends, man. So I'll even say good luck to you and soak it in and enjoy it again, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. It's This still gives me chills to this day when people talk about it. So it's awesome. it means the same to me. Brent, stay well, buddy. Enjoy the game, man. Yep. Thanks, Thanks, Joe. There he is, Brent Selleck, of course, uh, Eagles' uh, outstanding tight end three years. You know, it's interesting how they've gone from – because Selleck came in in 08. Maybe it was 07. They went from Selleck to Zach Ertz to Goddard, and there's been like this passing of the torch twice. Um, You know, Brent Selleck did something that very few athletes around here um, have done in in at least modern times. He went from being a really good starter to a really good backup. Brandon Graham has done that. But you don't mm-hmm. see that often. You know, normally, especially when you're a – I think he made – I think Brent might have made a Pro Bowl or two. Like, usually when you're at that kind of level and you lose your gig, like, like you know, you, you, you go elsewhere. But Brent's one of the – I mean, James, he's one of the few people in recent times who spent his entire career. That's what I, that's what I thought you were going to say there. Yeah. Like that, when you said – what you said, I thought you were going to say he's one of the few, like spent his whole career. Right. And to the point you just made, one of the few, really the only eagle who can say, I went out – on top. Yeah. You won the freaking Super Bowl and I peaced out. Like, that's amazing. Is that's he the only one? Thing. I think he's the only one from that team, right? Like, at I, least of, uh, certainly the only one who played his whole career. Maybe Donnie retired. Jones? Maybe. But he didn't but play sir, his whole yeah, time here. Yeah, the only here. one who played his whole time here and retired right after. He's the only one. And let me ask this question, James. You'll, you know, be the second best around here to answer this question. See that shot? Just took out your jump. <laughs> yeah. um, not counting these guys that are active players like Fletcher Cox, Cox, Brandon Graham, and Jason Kelsey, they can play their whole career here if they choose to. And you know, who, other than Brent, who's the last guy that played his whole career for a long time in Philadelphia sports? That's a great question. And I'm not no MB like. I mean Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard. Yeah, because he did the minor league stuff and never made it to the majors. Yeah, he did put a Braves uniform. Braves uniform. Who's close? He wore a Braves uniform in the minor leagues. Uh, John, does that count? Braves uniform in the minor league, Ryan Howard. That does count. Uh, Wait, count as wearing it or not wearing? He wore it. He wore it. He was oh, in no! another organization. Oh, so he doesn't count. I don't know. Jason don't... Kelsey. No, but I'm saying other than yeah, those he's saying other than those guys. Yeah, be, yeah. Okay. I don't know, man. Uh, it's rare. Really I mean, in this rare. In day and age, you just never see it anymore. It's really rare. All right, look, two one five. If anyone knows the answer to that, please call us or Jeez. tweet us. I mean. Iverson didn't. Doc didn't. Dr. J was a net before a sixer. I don't know. I'm sure we're missing somebody, but it's – I don't know. Let's go to Bradley right now. Hi, Bradley. What's going on? So right. I called in the Now, Bobby Clark the did it. Let me say that. But that's also 40 years ago that he ended. There's got to be somebody since Bobby Clark. Got to be. All right. Hello, Bradley. I'm sorry. No, nah, you're good. All right. So I called in the day after the regular season when John was paper bagging it over who we might face in the divisional round. And the question then was, is Jalen Hurts healthy? Can we stop turning the ball over? And can we put points up? And since then, we've scored seven touchdowns combined in the first half, which is more points than the Chiefs scored in both their games. 21 against the best defense in football. And has anyone even realized yet that if we hold the Chiefs to under 23 points, this will be the most dominant defensive performance since the 2000 Ravens and the second greatest defensive performance in the playoffs in NFL history. Does anybody, like, realize that? And second yet? greatest to who? Second Is it the Bears? Right? Bears? The Bears, yeah. The Bears give up 10 points in three playoff games. Yeah, well, the Ravens, I think, gave up 16. He said since the Ravens, yeah, and then the and Ravens. could be yeah. second to the Bears. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, national media is smoking us, and nobody is even looking at that. The defense is giving up 14 points in two games. Yeah. I mean, it's it's insane. Well, we scored so, more points in the first half. The games are over I in know. the first half for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bradley, here's where it gets a little complicated, at least the way people digest it. On one hand, you say, well, San Francisco didn't have a quarterback because they were down to basically only a guy that could hand the ball off. But then you say, on the other hand, well, the Eagles caused that. So it's like it's sort of fluky, but it's not because they caused it. You know, it just it just gets a little complicated in that regard. I mean, obviously, had they not knocked the 49ers quarterbacks out, then San Francisco, you know, would have scored more points. But they did knock them out. Well, and they also went up against the Cowboys the game before, who was supposed to be another one of the best defenses in the NFL. I mean, I just – looking at matchups, the Bengals scared me more than the Chiefs did because the Bengals had way more weapons on offense than the Chiefs do. And pretty much I think it's going to come down to who turns the ball over less and who can get after the quarterback more. Well, that's always and a I, big part, yeah. You know, there's never been an NFL team uh, to make it through the playoffs without a turnover. Uh, and really? I, yeah, I read this somewhere. Don't know exactly where. Right now, to we win have, the Super Bowl, you mean? Yeah, when we've uh, we've turned it over zero times in the postseason. If we extend that through the Super Bowl, wow. we will be the first team who's ever done it. Maybe Super Bowl era. Turnover Wait, didn't three. he Multiple throw an interception against three. the Giants though? Didn't he throw a pick in that game? No, no, no I don't think so. Oh, he didn't. All right, Bradley, give me an answer. You get to ask anybody this on media day. You get to ask anyone in in sports history a question. You want to get an honest answer. Who are you asking? All right, I'll keep it with the 2000 Ravens. I'd ask Ray Lewis what happened to the white suit. All right, you got it, Bradley. Appreciate the call. Let's talk to Jack in Bristol. Hi, Jack. How you doing, guys? Doing great, Jack. Um, One thing, this MVP thing is bugging me because you see Mahomes with the high ankle sprain, and it's a two-point spread. If you flip the script and it was Jalen Hurts, this isn't about the best player because everybody knows Mahomes is. You flip the script and it was Jalen Hurts, that spread would be enormous. And it's kind of like you give Jeff Bezos a thousand bucks or me a thousand bucks, you know, it's value, which I'm not the best, I'm not the richest, he is. But, you know, it's, it's value, it's not best. And Jalen Hurts clearly is the most valuable to his team. More because if if it was reversed, the point spread would be what eight ten points in in the Chiefs' favor. Well, I don't think it'd be that. It wouldn't be that high, but yeah, I mean it's not not going to go up that much. But I just feel like uh, they're voting on best and not most valuable because clearly he is more valuable in every sense of the word. I I don't think it is. I don't think it is clear. I mean, Mahomes is an amazing player, Jack. Oh, there's no doubt he's the best, but is is he putting more value because he's hurt and they still have a, a, a fairly low uh, uh, point spread? I think it would be much higher if it was reversed and it was Jalen Hurts. With the well, it would, it would be different. I'll say this. I don't think the ankle's playing that much into the point spread. I really don't. I, I mean, I, because he won a game with the ankle, and I think a lot of people saw it, you know, happening. accounting for the extra two yeah. weeks. I, I do think there is some concern about Jalen Hurts not quite being right, you know, all the way up until the, the – what was it, the, the first playoff game where we heard that he's still sore to the touch and yeah, that sort of right. thing. 
Uh, there have been questions about, you know, we ran the ball 44 times in both playoff games. Would they have done that were Jalen Hurts truly healthy? I, I think his injuries factor into the line also. All right, Jack, give me a big answer. What would you ask somebody through the years? You okay, get to ask a question. Two-part question I would ask. I would say, Mr. Owens, when you were up on the podium, how sweet was that? And hmm. in your mind, were you giving Hitler the finger? All right, Jesse Owens. It's funny, when he said Mr. Owens, I wrote down T.O. I thought he was saying Terrell Owens. He's saying I Jesse Owens. At first. That's awesome. Yeah. 1936 Olympics. Love it. All right, coming up, um, some encouraging commentary about the Eagles' chances to win this Super Bowl, uh, courtesy of something Shield Kapadia told us last week. We'll play that. We'll rock all the calls. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. The birds are heading to Arizona, and you can be there to win it all with the Game Time app. Get your tickets on the Game Time app, and you'll get $100 off those tickets by using the promo code RADIO100. You'll see exactly where your seats are in the stadium and even get a virtual view from the seats. It's so amazing, and you'll save that $100 that you can put toward your flight, hotel, or tailgate. Pull up the Game Time app, find the seats you want, check out the view from those seats, and use the promo code RADIO100. Game Time, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Power of love, power of sports, connecting us all. Nick well, Sirianni's thing, power love, right? Why was motivator. that? Motivator. There's no greater motivator than loving the guy next to you and not wanting to let him down. Or you hate the other guy. That's Nick's thing, dude. Maybe you want to kill the other guy. Right? I want to kill you. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's a motivator, right? Sure. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, the, uh, John, here's the lesson I'm learning today. This, this um, question that we asked this morning, and it was um, not rhetorical in nature, I'm you know, are we taking the Kansas City Chiefs a little lightly? I think everybody's answer is no. Everybody's like, you know, the Chiefs are really good and the Eagles are just really that much better. I mean, everybody. I don't think I don't think anybody's called in and no. said we're taking the not Chiefs one. lately as a not fan base. Nope. And not, no one's called in yet. saying, hey, I'm really nervous about the Chiefs. Not even that. So I guess that's it. It's a wrap. Wrap it up. That's it. I mean, listen, John, it's not that easy. But I will say it's how I feel. I feel like the Eagles are going to win by 10 to 14 points. I do. I think there's a better chance the Eagles win by 17 points than, well, I shouldn't say that, than the Chiefs win. That might be ridiculous. 17 points. I'm just telling you, it wouldn't Look, surprise me. I think, I think what's happening is we are spiraling out of uh, control because we do. We, we know we're the better team. We know that uh, we have skills other others don't uh, really support. Like Jalen Hurts is that good. Uh, the the pass rush. It still seems like, despite the the production, I don't I don't see a lot of people saying, "Hey, this is going to be a problem for Patrick Mahomes." Why is it always Patrick Mahomes is going to do Patrick Mahomes things when we saw a Super Bowl a couple years ago where he couldn't? where there was pressure on yeah. him, and he was healthy physically. But it was a lesser Chiefs line, to be fair. I mean, it that was that, a lesser Chiefs yeah. line. I don't know. Like, I, I think that it's pretty special that this is a 70-sack group. I agree. You know, that, that Bucks defense was not a 70-sack group. I agree, John. I'm look, with you. They've got a look an improved line, yes, 
but they got a right tackle in that Wiley guy who is not good. We can take advantage. And by the way, we're going to have Hassan Reddick lining up over. That's him. where he comes from. That's Yeah, that's Reddick's spot. Think about that. I know. So what? You turn everyone to Hassan Reddick and do do what you can to neutralize him. Then you got Javon Hargrave yeah. in the middle. You know, you got Sweat coming off the other edge. I think, I think people are underestimating the defensive push, that defensive pass rush excellence, because oh, Patrick Mahomes, he can walk on water. I, I think people are being short-sighted about this. Well, look, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four to get involved. You'll hear this segment, which Shil Kapati has said. He really, really likes the Eagles' chances, and you'll understand why when you hear what he said. Uh, let's go to the phones right now and talk to uh, – let's go to Julius in King of Prussia. Hi, Julius. Hey, how's it going? Super Great. hyped for Sunday. Um, I, think, I think the big comparison for me is the 2017 season for this one. That one, that year, we were so dominant the whole year, and then going to the Super Bowl, we were looked as crazy underdogs because of the quarterback. Yep. This year, we've been dominant every game, and still nobody believes in Hurts. And I, I heard that analyst guy say, people outside of Philly are always the ones asking about him because people in Philly are watching him and listening to him every day, and he's just he's that guy. And I'm excited for the Super Bowl. He, he's gonna he's gonna show why why we're the best team in the NFL. I can't wait. They're definitely on the national level, Julius. They're not close enough to the situation to understand either the ethos of the team or, more specifically, the greatness of Hurts. They they actually don't they 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 don't know. They just they don't know. I agree. I agree. It's it's it's, inc- it's incredible. It's Julius, yep. give me give me an answer to a question here on this the media day for the NFL. You get to ask a question anyone from sports history. What question are you asking? This is more recent news. I would ask Roger Goodell if the NFL is scripted. If the NFL is what? Scripted. It's oh, a, scripted. Yeah, have oh. you seen this? No. Who says this? Oh, so, so this has become a big joke. So Arian Foster was on a, a show, like an interview, doing an interview or yeah. whatever, and he said it's scripted, like jokingly, but okay. like, it was being very sarcastic, and people have taken it and run with it. Oh, it's been like one of the big – no, it's a joke. People, It's yeah. all a joke. People are making memes of like – when Carson Wentz sees the Week 14 script and it's some funny video or whatever like that, but it is a it is a thing right now. Sounds hilarious. It's good. No, that's really that's really funny. That really makes me laugh. <laughs> some James, of them are pretty funny. They're I guess right. if you saw it on the internet, yeah. I suppose. All right, John, let's get to our second Twitter poll question of the day today. Uh, from the 11 o'clock hour, I, I got the results here. Which of these is the feistiest character? Four choices: uh, Carla from Cheers, Curly from the Three Stooges, Mickey from Rocky, Tanner from the Bad News Bears. Now, let's all go on record of which one we think should win it. John, who should win this? Mickey from Rocky should win. Curly from the Three Stooges should win it. Oh, come on. You can't get more feisty. The guy walks in a room, he's pokes you in the eye. I mean, it just constantly just... Mo is all more, three of, more poking. Yeah, but all three Curly's of them. Curly's sort of taken a lot of the... <laughs> A lot of the abuse. Seltzer, who should win this I poll? I actually was going to go Tanner. I thought Tanner was just pure feist. He man. is pure feist. He, he is. <laughs> pure feist. That's all he does. All right, John, who do you think won the poll? I think Mickey won. Mickey won. Mickey, 41% of the vote. Carla, 34%. Mm. Uh, Tanner, 13%. And Curly, 12 So uh, Frank is- You think Curly really is should have won that, huh? I mean, That's your... I thought all three of them were completely... Look, Carla's you... a great answer, too. They're, they're all great answers. It's, it's Mickey, though. Yeah, all right. So um, so Frank Costanza and Mickey have now advanced to the finals. That'll be in the 1 o'clock hour. Now, let's do this hour's poll, John. Which of, So we open up a new poll. Which of these four is the feistiest? And we'll see which one advances to the finals. The four choices this hour. 
A, George Jefferson from, you know, the Jeffersons. B, Olivia Soprano from the Sopranos. Uh, C, Sonny from The Godfather. And D, Susie Green from Curb Your Enthusiasm. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Like a prior poll, two of these are criminals (laughs) and two of them are not. Because Sonny's obviously a criminal, and I would say Olivia Soprano's a criminal. Oh yeah, for sure. She, I mean, she she tried to have Tony killed. Yeah, she had knowledge season of, one. She had knowledge yeah. of a lot of stuff. I mean, right? yeah, she wasn't stopping Tony from getting killed. That's got to be some kind of crime, and she knew a lot through the years. All right, let's go to Derek and Paoli right now. Hi, Derek. What's up, Joe and Zach? How you, Derek? Hey, Joe. What yes. makes Patrick Mahomes? You think he's really the top five greatest quarterback of all time already? After like. Five years. So understand understand the difference. What I said earlier, he's not one of the five most accomplished. I think he plays at a level that is one of the top five levels that a quarterback has ever played at. Yes. His talent. His talent. Okay. Yeah. Okay. With his, the Kyrie per, his performance. Thing, his performance. Yeah. All right. All right. I agree with that. Listen, with the Kyrie thing, I think we're misled. Kyrie is a you know what. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like him asking for a trade. He's kind of helping the Nets out because no, he's not. at the end of the year he could have walked away and they would have got nothing. It so was, but it wasn't. It wasn't about trying to help them. He wanted to get to a different team. Just to be clear, Derek, don't get it twisted. He was not trying to do the Brooklyn Nets a favor. Come on. <laughs> we, could, we, could, we could go back and forth with that, but I'm saying no, 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 no. We actually can't. We, we we actually can't go back and forth on that. They get something out of it though, right? Yeah, but that wasn't his purpose. Yeah, but I'm just, but I'm saying it still helped them out that they were able to trade him without just letting him walk away for nothing. He is one of the top ten best players in the league. Look, so they got they got more for him top. than they should have. That's uh, all. That's my whole point. So I mean, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Ty- Kyrie's a great guy and all okay. that. I'm just saying the Nets were still able to okay. get something out of it. So good for them. You know what I mean? The NBA, uh, the NBA, the players control the league, so that's the problem right there. Well, they got to do something. This is I love basketball. I don't, I don't watch basketball anymore. Yeah, but this is a, this is a new low. This is this is a guy doesn't get a contract extension that he wants two thirds the way through the year and says, "All right, you got to trade me." That's that's a new low. I mean, John, can you remember that one? In any sport where a guy doesn't get an extension, we don't know that he refused to play. But here's what we know for sure. He was going to act up and be difficult. He probably refused to play. Like, that's a new low in the middle of a season? Mm-hmm. When a team's got a shot to win a title, and they did. They had a shot with him and Durant to win a title. It's a disgrace. Derek, give me an answer. Num- number one question you'd ask somebody in sports. I'll ask OJ if he really did it. It's already been asked. You got a different question? Uh, no, no worries. All right, Derek, appreciate it. I mean, I'm serious, John. I don't know if I ever remember that one. Team with a chance to win a title. Guy says, I'm out. Two-thirds of the way through the year. because no, Because well, get... it would never happen a decade ago. Like, this is all new, man. Like, a decade ago, this doesn't happen. Like, it just doesn't happen. I mean, could you imagine, John, just as a for instance, approaching this NFL trade deadline back in, it was probably October or March. Let's take or October or November. Let's take a, a, a tremendous player. Let's take... Um, uh, he's just not tremendous. He's not, not on the level of Kyrie. Take Bradbury or take Miles Sanders. And, and they're very good players. And they say, be, so they negotiate with the team. They don't get what they want before the trade deadline, before, before the period where you can sign a guy and blah, blah, blah. So here comes the trade deadline. And these guys say, you have to trade me. It's late October. 
Maybe to the point where they say, I will now just sit out the rest of the year. You didn't give me the money I want, so I will sit out. That's where we are? Well, it's not usually where we are. Is that, is that, is that it? That's, the, the that's, problem, that's, yes. That's sports yes. in 2023? To, to answer your question, yes. A player it's feels so NBA, leveraged. Certainly in it's, the NBA, yeah, I think it's, that's where we are. It's a disgrace. It's NBA leverage. It's Kyrie leverage because he has done this. He has abandoned his team in the past by refusing to play. They know he'll be good on his threat. You know that. Oh yeah, no, he 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 means it. Yeah, they, he they, means it. They, they know yeah. when he threatens to sit out, he actually will. I was disappointed the the Mavericks gave up as much as they did because it almost signifies that they feel they can like turn Kyrie around. Good luck. And by the way, I just got to say, when does it become not fan, fun for a fan base, even if you win, when you got a guy like that representing you? I'm I'm serious, James. If you're a Brooklyn Nets, if you're no, if you're a Dallas it, Mavericks fan, are you proud? To have Kyrie Irving wearing your team's jersey? Dude, I, I'm a big – I always say sports are supposed to be fun. Like, we choose, right? We, we get born into it, but we have, to, we have to choose to spend our money, to use our time, our free time to watch his stuff and all that. And and it can be hard. And the, Like, that's what I love about the 2017 team. I feel so lucky we had a group of guys we all really loved and care about. Yeah. And, like, that's a special thing. I'm with you. It I mean, I just, me. I'll just say this. Do you like that – James Harden is on I, our team. I, like, have I you struggle. grown to appreciate a, a little what bit. he's bringing? A little, yeah, a little bit. I wonder if the Dallas Mavericks will get to that point. They might. Listen, I, I think it's likely that they will because I, at least for the first season or portion of the season, he'll be doing great Kyrie things. I mean, you know, things that yeah. no one else can do in this league. I know. I just I, and to answer your question on Harden, John, I struggle with it. Because I was such not a fan it's of him difficult. before he came here. I do respect that he's having a very good season. Sure is. I do respect that a lot. But, you know, he did quit on two straight teams. So it makes it hard for me to fully embrace him. It does. I, I don't res- I don't respect that. I don't respect that he quit on two D- prior real teams. Real quick, with the with the quitting on the Nets, does this Kyrie thing at all make you soften on him wanting little, out little of bit. that? You know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah, because it was such a mess. And, and, and Harden was probably like, what in the world? Why am I riding with this guy? Harden for a while was like the only guy on the court there with them, remember? And he was hurt, and he's playing, and Kyrie's I, just sitting out and all that. Uh, you yeah. know, James, I get it. Let's go to Brady right now. Brady, you're on WIP. What's going on, guys? Hey, Brady. Oh, man, I'm so pumped. Ready for this week. I've been I, – I was, you know, after the uh, – let, let me just say one thing. I will, I'll just get to my point of, of one of the reasons I'm calling. You know, I've been – you know, I live down in Florida, so I'm – you know, I'm pretty a humble guy. I don't usually brag about any of my sports teams or anything like that, no matter if we're good or whatnot. But I'm to the point now to where this team is so good, and, and in my opinion, like you you guys say on the radio, so under underappreciated in the media and, and undersold, I feel like. And, and it's like, like me telling some of my friends that are, you know, Buccaneers fans or whatever, whatever the hell they are, that this team is one of the all-time sack leaders in NFL history. They have no idea. They have no clue about that because it's not ever talked about. Well, it's not. And the AFC got so much pub this year because people were fascinated, rightfully so fascinated, to find out who was going to emerge between the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bengals. And, you know, there's a lot more quarterbacks there, and there was more focus there. But the nation just doesn't know, Brady. They just don't know how spectacular the Eagles are. And it's it's it, and it blows my mind because because like you said, Joe, and and I truly believe this because I, I literally have been I've been sitting down and thinking like you said the last last two decades you know there's been a lot, there's been really good teams but this is without a doubt this has got to be a top five 
best roster team. I mean, this team, like I was telling my, one of my other friends, this team gets out there and absolutely dominates no question. people. They Listen, dominate. Brady, I'm, I, am, I am so certain that this is the best NFL team since the 2013 Seahawks. I am certain of it. And they might be better than that team. I mean, I, I don't know. It's tough. That team beat Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl 43-8. to eight. I think it was 43-8, to eight, right? Um, and, and they had an all-time defense. I mean, John, what's your gut feeling? This team, 2013 Seahawks, just where do you come down there? It feels to me like this team has more balance than that I team. agree with that, you. That team was incredible defensively. And they were sort of at the front end of the three deep stuff where you've got the box safety. You know, they they were smart with the way they were playing. And their personnel and was remarkable. Physical. Yeah. It, it all meshed well. Yeah. You know, the complementary football on the defensive side was great. I don't think their offense was anywhere close to as scary it as wasn't. ours. Uh, you know, the defense put up historical numbers, but so did ours. I'm with I you. Think, I think this team is better. I kind of lean that way, too. Brady, give me a big answer. What question would you ask someone if you get a chance to ask somebody a question? Sports well, one more thing real quick about the Niners, just really, really fast. Yeah. Uh, the IU thing, and then also, I don't know if you guys saw this, but John Lynch actually came out and said some things, too, about, oh, well, if our whole roster was together, it would have been a whole different game. Well, the thing that I can't – it's crazy to me, John Lynch being a former player, it, the – it is what it is, man. You, you, you were the roster was given with what was on the field, just like we had in 2017, full of injuries. Sorry that sorry that our team kicked your ass and dominated your quarterbacks and put them in the dirt and put them where they were, and we kicked your ass. I'm sorry, I'm just fired up. I'm ready I get it, Sunday man. I get I it. I really think that we could. There's a possibility, guys. Don't be shocked that we kicked this team's ass. I'm telling you. I don't agree, be I, I agree. Give me an answer. What question would you ask somebody? Um, I would ask Tom Brady. What does it feel like that Eli Manning's your daddy and that Nick Foles is your stepdaddy? <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. All right, let's get to audio. Shield Kapati. Of course, Shield joins us every Wednesday. And you can tell based on what he said last week, uh, strong confidence from Shield that the Eagles are going to win. And he broke it down, kind of looking at the roster, similar to what he did when the Eagles faced, um, I guess it might have been the Giants earlier in the playoffs. He had a similar sort of answer. Here's what Shield said, sizing up the Eagles and the Chiefs. My gut feeling is leaning Eagles, and I, you know, Mahomes is a guy. Listen, there's a scenario where Mahomes just carves you up, and you say, "All right, it was a great season. You lost to one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time." But Joe, I went through the rosters, and it is hard to find a lot of edges for the Chiefs. You can give them tight end Kelsey over Goddard. It's it's close there, but you probably go Kelsey. You can give them safety. You can maybe give them uh, left guard, and you give them quarterback. Every other spot, wide receiver, corner, offensive line as a whole. By the way, you give them Chris Jones, too. I forgot the big one. But defensive line as a whole, you're going Eagles in all those spots. And so this is like a classic battle of how much can one quarterback lift his team to victory where the other team is the more talented group. And, and last thing I'll say is just you look at Eagles' formula, you're looking at that Super Bowl two years ago where the Bucks just pressured Mahomes over and over and over again to the point where the Chiefs totally rebuilt their offensive line. Like, there's a scenario where the Eagles' pass rush is just too much for the Chiefs, and they can't get into all those great plays that Andy Reid has teamed up over two weeks, and your defense keeps you in the game, and I really like the matchup for the Eagles' offense against that Chiefs defense. John, similar point to what you said about 10 minutes ago. How now, it is, a diff- it? it is a different line, to be fair. I mean, you know, it's – 
if the Eagles were facing the line from that game two years ago, then my confidence would be through the moon. Mm-hmm. Right but now, there it's is through a the weakness. Roof. There is a weakness to this Chiefs offensive line, and we can take advantage of that. And and I think the the same end result is possible, uh, available, especially because. When Mahomes looked human in that Super Bowl, he was not hampered by a high ankle sprain. I know. He and he still looked human. He's going to start at a you know, he's got less chance to start heading into this game against what I believe can can be a more effective pass rush than what the the Bucks provide. I agree. That's that feels great. John, I'm with you, man. This is an unusual feeling, man. <laughs> this is really strange to feel this confident. He talks about the matchup. He really likes the matchup of our offense going up against the, the defense of this Chiefs team. Absolutely. That Chiefs defense, yes, they figure out ways to, you know, get pressure when they need it, but they have to manufacture it. You know, that meaning send extra guys and, you know, I don't think that's safe against this quarterback. Let's go to Kyle in Northeast Philadelphia right now. Hi, Kyle. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hi, How Kyle. How is everybody? Great. Happy Super, happy Super Bowl week to you. Indeed. Extremely excited. Oh, extremely excited for what's going on. Oh, real quick, I wanted to uh, tell you guys a joke. So, uh, a Cowboys fan, a 49ers fan, and a Giants fan walk into a bar so they can watch the Eagles play in the Super Bowl, baby. There you go, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, one Wasn't thing, that I, complex I a joke, Bowl. but it was a good one. <laughs> so I, I I love Super Bowl week, especially the week before, because there's just like with the media, there's a lot of there's a lot of fodder, and you see like all types of different articles being written, just because they have to find you know I mean something to, to fill the pages, and you see all types of you know I mean people reaching for things, and this one article really stuck out to me. That I can, pl- I don't even understand how this person can believe this, but it, it says something along the lines: "Is when will the AFC catch up to the NFC? Because this will be the third year in a row that an NFC team has completely sold out to win a su- to for one shot at winning the Super Bowl. Talking about the Bucks, the Rams, and now us. How could that? That doesn't even make sense. No. <laughs> well, you know what? We you- haven't completely sold. Well, out. They, yeah, and Kyle, you right. know what they? You know what they? They misconstrue. They misconstrue the fact that a team, if they have a good quarterback, has an advantage and has extra money to spend that you won't otherwise get to spend on more players if he's not under contract to a big contract. But that's not – this is not the 97 Florida Marlins. I mean, this is a well-put-together team utilizing the fact that Jalen's exceptional and makes a million bucks. That's awesome. Whoever wrote that's a a bozo. Yeah, yeah, I I felt the same way. Um. And for, for the question I'd like to ask somebody, I would like to really know, I would like to ask Brian Colangelo if he was told to purposely screw up the process so other teams didn't try to follow that blueprint. All right, I'll put it down. He, he wasn't. I can answer that. He was not trying to tank the, the process. He tried to change things, but he, he wasn't trying to, like, intentionally lose, if that's what you're asking. 215-592-9494. Coming up next, we go out to uh, Arizona, you know, where the uh, – what's that thing called? The Super Bowl will be played. Elliot Shore Parks is on the scene. He'll be out there all week. We'll talk to Elliot next. We'll rock all your calls. We'll get the feel of Super Bowl week from Arizona next with Elliot. Joe DeCameron, John Ritchie. On WIP. All right, who's got problems with your teeth? Right, a lot. Of, a lot of people are in good shape. A lot of people in bad shape. A lot of people in bad shape with your teeth. 
And if you are, I strongly encourage you to get to PI Dental Center. Because if you got a problem with your teeth, you got a problem. And PI Dental Center can help you. With decades of experience in complex dental treatment, and I've been a patient there for a long time, uh, Dr. Glenn Wolfinger and Dr. Robert Slough, board-certified prosthodontist, and they're specialists in the restoration and replacement of teeth. They can help you. Originators of, teeth, of the teeth in a day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as implants are placed for dramatic transformations in one day. If you struggle with your teeth or if you know of someone who does, get yourself or get that loved one to PI Dental Center. PIDentalCenter.com. PIDentalCenter.com to request a complimentary new patient evaluation. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 